This is Revisiting Haven. Hey, Havenites. This is Amy J. And with me, as always, this is Amy S., the other Amy. Hey, guys. So this is two days after the season premiere of Haven. And hopefully you guys watched it. It was amazing. It was so good. So what we thought we'd do is we're going to hit you with some news that we that Amy has gathered over the week. Um, I want to, before we do that, let me actually thank you guys so much for the turnout for the 12 days of Haven. Amazing, amazing job. Uh, congratulations to all the winners. Everyone's gotten back to me. Um, we've announced it. It's on Twitter. It's on the website. If you haven't seen it, I will do my best to get everything out next week. Please bear with me. I'll let you know once it's sent out, but the turnout was amazing. We had, I think, a total of over a thousand entries for twelve That's days. That's wonderful, Amy. That's it's awesome. Mind boggling to me. Um, and honestly, there was a different winner every time, so I didn't have to worry about the whole double entry thing. Oh, that's worked out great. Did you have anybody outside the U.S. who won? Yes. Cool. We had uh, a winner from U.K. Cool. There were twelve of people, so I can't remember her name off the top of that. But congratulations! She, uh, I think, she got the DVD. Wonderful. Well, thanks for doing that so, contest. You're welcome. Yeah. It was a lot of um, fun. That, yeah, I mean, that was nice of you to do all that out of your own pocket. So, yeah. very nice. Thank you. Um, I am going to, when I have a moment, try and put pull some of the responses that you guys sent in because they were fantastic. Oh, wait, I would love to see that. That would be cool. Yeah, some of the questions that I asked were like, what do you expect to see this season and things. Uh, polls. So, I'm going to try and compile that and put it out there because it was fantastic. So we're going to talk news, and then we're going to talk about uh, Haven, the premiere, and that's what we're going to do right now. So Amy, why don't you share some of the things we found? Okay, so we don't have a lot of news and notes, but um, Lucas and Emily were just named E! News Hottie of the week, Hotties of the Week on September 12th. That's the second time each one within the last three or four months. So congratulations to them, but mostly congratulations to all the Haven fans, the Havenites who uh, put together that campaign and worked tirelessly on tweeting and getting them those uh, nominations or being named Hotties of the Week. So that's, again, a tribute to the Haven fans out there and to the fandom. Congrats on your hard work. Absolutely. Because, uh, yeah. um, you mean, the first duo, Hotties of the Week. That's awesome. Because well, congratulations to you guys. You really showed. I mean, I, I voted, but you guys really voted. Yeah, I, I confess I wasn't involved in either one. I've, um, as Amy knows, I got a lot going on in my real life right now, so I didn't have the time. But um, it's great publicity for the show, so kudos to everyone. It's just awesome. And then moving along quickly, I think most everybody knows there's these new Haven Origins webisodes that are online after each episode, so watch those. They show about the uh, troubles and the origins like back in the 1600s. Um, those should be fun. Looking forward to seeing all those. We touched on that briefly in our last podcast, Amy. Um, so that's an extra we're getting after each episode. We're getting the cast talks again after each episode. Um, a behind-the-scenes gallery with behind-the-scenes info is posted up on sci-fi.com. So after each episode, your resources would be sci-fi.com slash haven, facebook.com slash haven, havenherald.tumblr.com. Those are where you can find most of these things. And if anybody out there is really looking for stuff and they can't find it, you can always tweet me, and I'll be happy to, you know, point you in the right direction if I happen to have the information. Um, a couple other snippets of news. Um, we did have that awesome live stream event, so they're giving us all these extras. Um, out there posted online, we've got pictures from episodes 502 and 503, and the little 
uh, episode synopsis are posted online up to episode 506. Um, if anybody wants to go to Spoiler TV and get that stuff. That's one thing we, we're we not going to mention to the best of our abilities. I, I know we do read some of them, but we, we won't talk about it because some people do want to remain spoiler free. So mum's the word on the podcast, at least, and on the post. But if you want to check it out, they are available. Spoiler TV is probably your best bet. Right. And although we're not going to talk about it, we have seen the sneak peek already for 502. So, But we're going to focus on 501. Yes. Well, sneak peeks um, are usually available at sci-fi.com, so you guys should definitely be looking at sci-fi.com or their YouTube channel, because right. I think it's there, too. Yeah, exactly. And if anybody who's listening or has friends who haven't actually watched episode 501 yet, if you're in the U.S., it's online to watch for free at sci-fi.com, and it should be on hulu.com as well. I haven't logged into Hulu, but it should be there as well. It is also available on Amazon and iTunes, finally. Um took half a day but it is up you can purchase the season pass for a lovely discounted price it seems uh of like 22 bucks or something for the standard uh version and hd i think is 33 so and if if you want to save some money standard really is fine if you're just watching on your phone your ipad or even a laptop um if you want to project it onto a larger screen tv perhaps you want to spend for high def but i found standard def is is quite adequate Either way, y'all should definitely check it out. Uh, Support the show. I get it because it just comes to my phone right away. I I love that. I can get it. It's usually available at like Eastern time, three in the morning, which I guess is like midnight West Coast time. Right. So it's great for a rewatch. Yeah, if you're interested in having it with you at all times and having it in your tech devices and you're willing to spend the money, it's always fun to do that. And if not, then you just wait for it to show up on sci-fi.com for legal methods of rewatching. Exactly. A lot of folks don't want to put out the money, and I can totally appreciate that when you can get it for free in other places. <laughs> Go for it. You know, to each their own. Exactly. Okay. Is that I everything? Think that's about it. Uh, so, just a quick note. I, I know some people are a little concerned about ratings, the, the dreaded word ratings. Let me, I just want to say a few things about this real quick. One, it's only the premiere episode. Okay. Two, uh, the ratings are out. Uh, Spoiler TV has it. I think it was like, Amy, do you know what it was off the top? Uh, 0.2 and then 1.04. Yeah. So it was like 0.2 and 1.04, which, you know, I'm not educated. I don't have a degree in ratingology, but in comparison, you have to keep things in mind. One, it was on a Thursday night, 8 p.m. during NFL football. And right. as a Ravens fan... I chose to watch Haven, but my fellow fans did not support me in that decision, so the rest of my household <laughs> in a different room was watching the Ravens game. Okay. So you have to kind of keep the perspective and know that sci-fi understands who they're up against. Now, that right. being said, doesn't mean you, you stop watching. You still get people to watch and you get people to know, and, you know, people didn't hear about the time change necessarily because it happened a week before, so... Don't let this panic you. Don't let this scare you. It's only the first episode. Now, tell your friends. Haven is on at 8, 7 central on sci-fi and is so much better than watching Vampire Diaries. <laughs> and also, we know that those ratings may adjust up a little bit once they consider DVR viewing and online viewing, on-demand viewing. And um, 
I think, you know, people will come around. It's just episode one. It's a new day and a new time. And people aren't, not everybody's aware of the new day and the new time. I think as we start airing a few more episodes, it'll, more people find out about it. So, and we'll have the opportunity to watch. Absolutely. And that wasn't a knock against Vampire Diaries. I've seen the show. I watch it on occasion. <laughs> I just like Haven better. It. I just like I've Haven better. <laughs> Before this d- divulges into a whole, uh, which show is better thing. Watch it, relax, enjoy, get your friends to watch. Tell them that Haven does a great recap at the beginning of each episode. So if they've never seen any episode from season one to season four, that's okay. You can show them that clip from the beginning, the premiere episode. It's like yeah. a minute, I think, two uh-huh. minutes, something like that. And it's a great idea for them to watch and learn and see. Yeah, the, the previously on Haven, they do a great job in... Uh getting you up to speed if you aren't current with the show you know so watch that first 30 seconds to a minute previously on haven and, and it really does help and maybe i'll maybe maybe we'll put together a um newbies guide to haven or something some of that's on sci-fi.com slash haven they have a guide to the troubles and you know the gallery what happened in season one two and three yeah so then you guys should check yeah. that out or direct your friends there and remind yeah. them that it is also available on netflix if they want to catch up in between Cool. Okay, so just definitely check that out. So now we are going to head into the season premiere episode that, you know, let's be honest. A lot of you were worried about this premiere. A lot of you were worried that you, you know, when Mara was coming, you didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And you were worried that you were, Haven was changing. I got to say, I think Haven's rejuvenated. Oh, yeah. See No Evil, episode 501. It, I was... That this episode made me laugh and cry and everything in between. I thought it was wonderful. It was uh, written by Matt McGinnis and Gab Staten, who have given us some fantastic episodes in the past. Right. And um, I loved it. Oh, so did I. So did I. I loved it. I, I'm a little behind on the on Twitter and everybody's feedback, um, but the bit I've read, I think everybody loved it as well. So I think so. I think what ha- ends up being the consensus is. I was pleasantly surprised by the premiere. I only expected to be surprised because I love, I, you know, I live for Haven. I was not expecting to be disappointed because I just love the show so much. I, I was just waiting for it all to unfold and, you know, see what would happen. And it did not disappoint. You know, I'm going to be honest. Uh, my mantra has always been in the writers I trust. And yes. so they did not let us down. And, okay, let's, let's talk about this uh, by character. Right? Okay. Dwight. Okay. So the, the, everybody was blown up and out to different parts of Haven. Dwight is uh, chief like no other chief. Right. Dwight is Dwight is so police chiefy now, even mm-hmm. more so than Nathan was at times. You know. He really is, and his you can tell that his primary focus is protecting the town, right? And, and trying to minimize the damage of people getting hurt. Right. But you can also see, and, and did you notice um, that he still seems a little flummoxed, despite being the cleaner, mm-hmm. despite being uh, everything that's going on. When he was talking to Duke, mm-hmm. um, he was trying to figure out, you could see his brain was rattling. It's like, Duke conf- confesses, you know, that he's probably the reason the trouble has come. Right. He's like, so you have a hundred some troubles in you? And how? Why? How is this? What's going on? And I, for me, I was telling Amy, 
it seemed like he seemed a little frustrated and, and up against the yeah. wall trying to figure out what's going on. Right, like, like I'm the police chief. How am I supposed to solve these troubles and protect this town if I'm in the dark? Yeah, yeah, and you could really tell his frustration when it was revealed that, you know, he, Nathan and Vince were hiding things from him. Right, and we kind of know that uh, Dwight is going to be at odds with Nathan this season. Uh, you know, they're on different issues of solving the trouble and what to do with Mara. And and we also know that Dwight, the character, has a bigger role this season. He's He's got more going on. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how it unfolds. And I love uh, Adam. I think he did a great job in this episode. Uh, it's fun to watch him. He really did, and I loved his interactions, with not just Nathan, but also with um, Duke. You know, yeah, they're all yeah. kind of working together. We'll see how long this lasts because you can also see that while Dwight's uh, mindset is troubles, fix the haven, you know, Nathan's uh-huh. is not right. And back to Dwight and Duke just for a moment, yeah, you know, they were they were kind of like you know, Duke called him Sasquatch and they had that big scene on Duke's, Duke's boat, uh-huh. and, you know, Duke threw him off the boat and whatnot. It looks like their relationship is evolving, and we know from uh some of the preview synopsis as we read, I said that wrong, uh, that they're working together in some coming episodes. So they've gone from kind of being on the opposite side of the fence to pulling together for the good of Haven and, and uh, you know, try and solve the troubles. So that's going to be fun to see those two, Duke and Dwight, to see that relationship uh, move forward this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and so I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to more Dwight and what yeah. Adam Copeland will bring in this because, you know, you can already see the, the Fisher's in the relationships kind of forming. Mm-hmm. And it, which brings us to the other Fisher that Dwight has, and that's with Vince. Vince and Dave. Yeah, our uh, the gar, our troubled Havenites, or what is, we don't know what Vince's trouble is, do we? Not, uh, mm, I guess no, not. Don't. No, we, we just but, know he does have a guard tattoo that, that yeah. turns. I will say Vince and Dave, if I may, very quickly before we get into too much detail, I did find that very touching scene in the hospital with Vince holding Dave's hand and being all worried about him. Yeah. I thought that was very, the brotherly love, I thought that was very sweet. Because we've seen those two at odds and mm-hmm. fighting with each other and, you know, having differences mm-hmm. of opinions. But that was a very, very sweet scene, the, the brotherly love that came out. Absolutely. And I've said it before, I love their relationship, especially even more so knowing that they are not blood brothers. That, you know, despite the fact that each of them have tried to shoot the other, <laughs> they have, you know, they'll, they'll do that in one second. And then the next it's, you know, you're okay. I right. miss you. I care for you. You know, I'd feel more sympathy if you hadn't been shooting at me. Exactly. But I think deep down they kind of need each other, you know? Well, I think it's going to be interesting because Dave has this whole new life that we don't know about. This whole new side of him that we don't know. Vince doesn't know. Right. And what are those visions? Yes, and did we talk previously, is Dave, um, you know, he's still here in Haven, and he's from the other side. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jennifer, well, we we kind of know, well, we won't go spoilery, but, um, um, you know, Jennifer's from the other side, William, Mara, and Dave. And Dave is kind of our only character who's with us right now. From, I mean, we can't really trust Mara, we don't think. So Dave's kind of a key, right? What's going to happen with him this season, and what secrets is he going to help uh, unveil, or how is he going to help solve everything that's going on? Um, Time will tell. Just more questions. Time will tell. They always, more questions than answers with those two. What's actually going to be interesting, though, now is is that Vince is on our side. Before, Vince had answers about the troubles and the barn, you know, Mm -hmm. that that us and and Nathan and, and Audrey didn't know. 
Yes. And now Vince is also in the dark. Uh-huh. And so mm-hmm. this will be interesting to see how it's portrayed and how he gets answers from his brother and still helps, as they have always done. Right. And, you know, he's still the leader of the Guard, at least as of episode 501. So we'll see how that progresses as well. Yeah. Speaking of leader of the Guard, so this is what I love about Haven. It doesn't matter that one second the leader of the Guard has issued your death sentence. <laughs> see, episodes down the road... Nathan will turn around and say, hey, Vince, are you okay? Yeah, exactly. That's, oh, that's a very good point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing about these people. Right. These characters, these characters are so uh, focused on helping the town, but at the same time, they are there for each other. Yeah, yeah. It's a very uh, great cast of characters, the way they play um, their, their roles and their background and everything. It's, it's kind of heartwarming when you put it that way, Amy. <laughs> yeah, and maybe maybe that's the sucker I mean to see that, but it, it's always been interesting because they all do it. They all right. have done it, right? Because Dwight and Duke had that fisticuff and, and Dwight threw him off the boat. Uh-huh. But hey, now that they've kind of gotten out their system, they're buddy-buddy. Buddy. Yeah, and I think they also know they, they, they have such a devotion to solving the troubles and protecting the town. I think they all do. They all know that they kind of have to band together to do that, just to figure out what's going on and to protect the citizens and to solve the troubles or deal with the troubles. It's like they need Dwight, Duke, Nathan, Vince, Dave, um, Audrey, or I know she's not Audrey at the moment, but they all need to work together and deal with this. And yes. I think that they always come back to that core. Yes. And, and you know, it, it'll be interesting to see how this develops throughout the season, throughout the double mm-hmm. season, in fact. Um, yeah. So that brings us to Duke. Man, Duke. Duke Duke is uh, a mess. And Dwight said it the best. He's a mess and will be a mess until he finds Jennifer. Yes, he's like, he's so worried, rightfully so, so worried about Jennifer. Where is she? He can't find her. Is she okay? Because when he last saw her, she wasn't breathing. Um, And Duke is like, I don't care about myself. I don't need to go see a doctor. I'm fine. I've got to work on this other stuff, you know? Right, I'm not bleeding from my eyes anymore, so let's, I'm backseat. Yeah, exactly. And um, I did. Go yeah. ahead. No, go ahead. So it's interesting that Duke was bleeding as he left the thing. It stopped, right? And that seems to apparently have triggered a trouble. The grass was another instance. I'm curious as to what triggers the blood. Yeah, we didn't see a trouble where people bleed from the rise, but who knows, right? Yeah. Well, we got a hundred <laughs> troubles inside of him, so uh, I can only imagine what the writers have come up with yeah so duke was helping this episode you know they were all trying to find the thinnies so he was helping with that he was on point with with nathan you know helping to do all that but he was also still trying to find jennifer um i think next episode we find out what happens with jennifer and what you know but um we'll have to wait and see i think duke's gonna have a good season though didn't brian milliken or somebody tweet amy that he's got some big stuff coming up absolutely and that Nuke fans, Nathan and Duke fans, um, should not fear because uh, Duke has not been forgotten. Actually, well, of course that, not. that might have been uh, uh, Sam Ernst that said that. Okay. You guys should be following them either way. Yeah. So you probably know. Sam, I mean, come on. Sam Ernst, creator of Haven, co creator of Haven, right. has said that he has spoken. So no worries. Duke is around. Duke is doing well. And Duke is still Duke. He yeah, still has the lines. Not. 
Oh my gosh, I love this. I love the funny and the humor in this episode. Speaking of Duke and the lines, when he said something like, um, "Me and Jennifer, we're going to go take a long vacation, and we're not sending a postcard." <laughs> yeah, my favorite line I think was um, how he easily kind of came back at, at Nathan and was like, "And I'm never going to let him forget it." Oh yeah, I'll never let him live it down, or whatever it was. Uh, oh, that was about um, um, Mara taking Dwight. Yeah. Down. Yeah. So, lots to come for Duke. Really loved him in this episode, but admittedly, he did not have a large part in this episode, but I think that's coming. Oh, absolutely. Which, I guess, brings us to the the man of the hour, Nathan. Nathan? Yeah, before we go to Nathan, I'm going to say, Duke was just like Nathan. Nathan was off searching for the love of his life. Duke was off trying to figure out the love of his life. So, yeah, Duke was pretty singularly focused yeah. on Jennifer, but of course, you know he's in love with her. I think we, I think we believe. But you know, last he saw her, she was dying. He's got to make sure she's safe. Right. I, I'm just saying, one should not negate the fact that they both had the same kind of process. So anybody who faults Nathan for trying to find Audrey Amara, keep in mind Duke was doing the same thing. Yeah, they were kind of on parallel paths yeah. in episode 501. Yes, and, and Nathan. Uh, Lucas Bryan has said that Nathan is kind of like a uh, lovesick puppy and a singular focus and trying to bring Audrey back and protect her and save her. And, you know, right. you could see that in this episode. Right. Yeah. But I think, um, like Amy, you had, you had mentioned to me before we started the call, you know, Nathan really gets totally lovesick when he thinks Audrey's there or when he's got Audrey. But when, when he was fighting Mara, I thought he was pretty awesome. I thought he was kind of equal to Mara and he was challenging her and he was throwing things back at her and kind of mocking her i really enjoyed those interactions with the nathan character and the mara character uh yeah i will definitely say um when nathan has audrey on the brain or thinks audrey is present mm -hmm. he his guard goes down and that's not necessarily a good thing because apparently audrey's not always present when he thinks audrey is present that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. He's lost his gun three times to Audrey or Mara, <laughs> however you like it. Three times in in this episode and in episode 313. Thanks for the memories. So he's he's his guard is down because the love of his life is there. You know, he doesn't give it his all when he fights Mara because he believes that there is some part of Audrey in there. It's still her body. Right. You know, and uh but I absolutely agree with you. Nathan gave as good as he got. Yeah, I like that. I, I enjoyed that interaction. I thought that was some good writing and some good dialogue with those two. It was great verbal sparring going on. Um, I loved the flashback. Unexpected. Oh, we have never seen that in a Haven episode before. I, I didn't see it coming, and I thought it was fantastic how they did it. And it was nice to see a little touch of Audrey in the Bronco. Yes, it was nice. So we did see Audrey, even if it was a flashback to season two. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was, I loved that scene. And I think, did they, uh, did they mention in the live stream that we may see some more flashback scenes or they left it open-ended? They did um, not touch on that. I thought I read or saw something that we might see some more flashbacks. I um, maybe it was. Can anybody confirm that? Maybe it was in a tweet, Amy, or something else. Um, but yeah, that was wonderful to see the flashback. So that kind of kind of helped us see where Nathan's mindset was, you know, the type of relationship he and Audrey have, and he wants the love of his life back. And But I was uh, surprised when he said to Mara, you know, Audrey, you won't kill me or you won't hurt me, and then Mara shot him. <laughs> also unexpected. 
we'll, we'll talk more about Whoa. that. We'll talk more about that when we talk about Mara. Um, but yes, definitely unexpected. And, you know, when we're talking, Nathan, we have to talk over the first two seasons, two, three seasons, mostly the first two and a half. Nathan's mm-hmm. primary focus was the town. Yes, he was sure a dedicated, yeah. He was, dedicated you know, detective. his priority was making sure the town and the people were okay. And then mm-hmm. during three and a half, four, uh, his focus seems to also be the town, but the priority seemed to be more about Audrey. Right, well, we know, um, you know, he lost his title as a police chief after Audrey went into the barn and the troubles kept continuing mm-hmm. and everybody blamed him for everything. Yeah, his character has really changed. Um, it's evolved. Know, I mean, yeah. At the same time, you got to keep in mind that he still helps with the trouble. He mm-hmm. still does the thing. People still come to him. How many times did Dwight or Vince come to Nathan and be like, Nathan, we need your help. There's a trouble. And right, Nathan, we, yeah. Nathan has said, you know how to handle it. Go handle it. Right. And I think, you know, his character, Nathan, has benefited from not being the chief. And I think this came out in 401 or 402. Um you know, he doesn't have to be so on it as the chief. You know, the chief has to be a little upstanding and by the book. Um, now that he's just back to being detective, he can focus on some other things and get away with playing a little more loosely with the law and things like that. Yeah. So it, it's beneficial to his character now to not be chief because he can focus more on Audrey and these weird trouble things. And, you know, Dwight's more the figurehead. Yeah. And actually, speaking of Dwight, I, w- I was telling Amy offline, you know, it's interesting I don't think I've ever recalled seeing Dwight actually handle and counsel a troubled person. He's cleaned up after mm-hmm. the troubled people. He's uh, safeguarded them. He's taken them away, the guard, and, you know, that stuff. But we've never seen Dwight coach or calm down or help a troubled person. You know where we did see it, Amy? Um, I'm not top of mind thinking, see, remembering it in any episodes, but we did see it in the season three comic. Yes, you're right. You're right. Yeah, he did. Thank we you. We did see it there. We did. Um, okay, so I'm. Uh, uh, I stand corrected. I'm still looking forward to seeing more of that, and if that's the case. Yeah, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll see if they they kind of move towards it. That was a side note, though, um, because you know I I I always enjoyed seeing. Nathan and Audrey helping the troubled Duke also when he does. And I hope we still get that a little bit, but Mm -hmm. I understand what Nathan is trying to do because he said it himself. Nothing is, what did he say? Nothing is stronger than nothing is more important than Mara or Audrey. Okay. Or scary. I forget what that line was. I have all these quotes. I wonder if I even put that in there. Um, But yeah, so he understands that Mara is the troubled person, right? He, she's the creator. Right. Kind of go to the root of the problem kind of situation in Nathan's head, but Dwight doesn't know that. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know that while Nathan also thinks root of the problem, he's also thinking, I need to find her so I can get Audrey back from her. Yeah, Nathan is focused on getting Audrey back for himself and to save the town. I tend to be of the frame of thought that something about the love between Audrey and Nathan is key to all of this. And I think Nathan may know that as well. And, and um, maybe he does, maybe he doesn't, I don't know. But I just think the two of them and their love is key to this. And Nathan's kind of on the path to get back to that. I, I think you're right. And I think we'll find it as the season goes. And, um, you know, Matt and Gab um, have done articles and they've um, did interviews 
which you should check out on the wrap. I think they did a two part interview, which was great. Yeah. Something to check Linda, out. Linda, yeah. Linda G posted those on the wrap. She did a good job providing us those interviews. Yeah. That's check that out. Um, Laurel Brown, uh, Doc Brown, she has stuff. She's on her own website now. Right. Um, so check that out. She has uh, stuff, you know, from these interviews and these things, we're, we're seeing that love is playing a big part of this. And so now when we talk about Mara, I have oh to gosh. confess. Okay. You liked her. I am a huge Mara fan. I say that now because I've only seen her in one episode. And from what Emily Rosa said is she's been uncomfortable with Mara in certain things. So I say that initially. Right now, I love Mara. A lot of people do, and, we, and also from the interviews, we know a lot of the cast and crew were going up to Emily and saying they love to hate her, right? Yeah. And just from this one episode, I wonder if I kind of feel we might have gotten a glimpse that she could be a sympathetic person. Um, you you say really... that, but she went and shot the pothead with, without hesitation. I know. I know. Okay, so she <laughs> shot, shot the pot. She shot the pothead. She tasered Dwight and kind of tortured him, enjoyed it. You know, she shot Dwight. Of course, he had the bullet the bullet bulletproof vest she shot him she tasered him previous Great. to that she just killed the pothead she shot nathan she was kind of attacking him and strangling him and then she actually shot him see i like She's... okay so here's why i like mara everything you said she is a badass who is not afraid has no qualms no hesitation and she gives as good as she gets right right and she's Emily's doing a great job because in some of those scenes she's she's Audrey she's trying to fool the people that she's Audrey. Um, I, that was kind of fun to see that too. She's kind of Mara. You can tell Mara doesn't like Audrey. Yeah, and you you she had said right towards the end. Yeah. Um, you get the quotes. You could the fact that Emily Rose can turn from Audrey to Mara so quickly. Right initially when she calls for Nathan. Nathan Oh, that was totally an Audrey. That was I was totally like, Audrey? Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. And then she goes, ta-da. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? Exactly. Who? And, oh. Huh? Jaw drop. And, I just, and, yeah. Yeah, and she's got all of the memories of her previous, you know, people, Sarah and Lucy and Audrey. That plot twist or that element of, of Haven this season is so interesting to me that Mara knows what has happened and has all this knowledge and experiences of what her previous selves have have lived and have done one note about that the writers did talk about the fact that mara and the decision to let mara have the memories of the haven savers on the yeah. writers chat so um which is on the post below so if you have not seen that definitely watch it because they do discuss the decision and why and how they came up with that Right. I think it was and a great, great call. Kind of a brilliant move, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And the question is, and I think the answer is no, does Audrey remember everything that Mara does? I don't that's, think it's a two-way street. I'm to know. I don't okay, think it's because, a two-way street. I don't know. Because I have been talking about, I think on the podcast, so I know I have with you, Amy, like, I just think, what is Audrey going to think about what she's done as Mara and all the evil? How is Audrey going to reconcile herself? To all of that now if audrey doesn't remember it it's going to be interesting yes how is she going to learn about what she has done as mara and how does she take it right right i mean obviously she's going to end up learning about it but yeah how does she deal with it how does she take it is this heading 
towards some type of redemption theme or what, where are we going with all this? Yeah. And, and it's very cool. And that's one of the things, I mean, did you see how quick Mara sends trouble and shoots, just shoots straight and knows it's going to hit Dwight. So she must've sensed it was Dwight because she yeah. does that. So I'm wondering. Well, cause, she's, Cause she has, she's Audrey inside, right? She has Audrey's memories. So she, you know, yeah. Well, here's the thing, right? Let's assume she didn't see, does she have a connection to troubled people? Like that she can sense the trouble that she created in them? Ooh, I don't know. Wow. Right? Did I just throw, was that a great mm. question? I just, it just hit me. Yeah, like, how did she know Dwight was there and that that was his trouble? She has his memories, yes. Because, yes, she did seem to just shoot in the air knowing that that bullet was going to hit Dwight. Right. Is it because she has a sense of, hey, you're a troubled person. I know what the trouble is. Right. Because I'm the creator and I have a connection. I wonder if that's true. Hmm. This is what happens when we, do, we talk this out. Yeah, exactly. That's a very interesting theory, very interesting thought. I'm going to go with that. I think she has a okay. sense to the troubles. We'll, maybe we'll find out as we go along, but that'd be interesting if it was. Um, very interesting. Ooh. Yeah, and and so still talking about Mara, ama- she um, shot Nathan. Nathan, oh. I think his overconfidence, or confidence, uh, I say over, but his confidence that Audrey is within Mara. Yes, he has faith in Audrey no matter what. Wow, and to the point where he pissed off Mara enough to get shot. I know, and he even said to her, you know, Audrey won't hurt me. And Oh, and in the beginning of, of the episode, didn't he say Audrey is stronger than Mara? Um, yeah, there's nothing you can do to convince me. Yeah. that And, and he, that's a, this is the thing, right? How will let Nathan ever be sure that it's Audrey? He, well, he just knows that Audrey is in there because... I'm with he, you. I'm with you. I totally, I support this, right? Because we saw, but how will, if ever Audrey ever comes out, how will he know it's Audrey? Because Mara, you can't ask a question. Mara has all of Audrey's memories. Well, off the top of my head, I don't know. That's a very good question, mm-hmm. the way that you have phrased that. If um, it, it doesn't have anything to do with touch because he can feel both feel of them. Mara. Yes, exactly. I don't know because, um, and the thing is, this and, this could be Nathan's weakness. This uh-huh. could be the the thing that does him in because he'll never. Kn- faith is yes, one he, thing. I mean, Mara can use, and she pro- probably will, his undying faith in Audrey against him. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying um, now. Now she's exposed that. Mm-hmm. Right, and she's I, used it once. Yeah. How is like 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 in was it episode four? 12 when um nathan comes into audrey's apartment right after clara the the skinwalker has you know hit her pistol whipped her and um you know audrey reaches out to nathan and says it's me you feel me right right um what was she gonna do now to prove to nathan that she's audrey right because even being audrey he believed it and it wasn't it was mara pretending to be audrey right and in that other scene, he thought maybe she was the skinwalker, so the touch proved that she wasn't right. the skinwalker. I'm and we saying... also saw the touch The touch was the key in um, As You Were, the chameleon episode. Yeah, it'd be um, nice if there was like an indicator kind of on their, their skin, which turned, I don't know, it turns a color when it's Audrey, uh-huh. turns back when it's Mara or something. Um, this will be interesting. I think this is a problem that the writers are going to have to, Nathan is going to face throughout the season. Well, have we established 
that he feels Mara? Have we established that? Yeah. Well, she said it. I, she said it when when she kicked him and uh, Nathan. Um, they were fighting at the end. He's like, I know you can feel this. But I I don't know because does he feel Mara? He feels because he felt William. Nathan. Yeah. Remember, and uh, right. he felt because, William, and I'm I'm pretty right, sure right, right. I'm pretty sure he can feel Mara. Okay, because of the opening scene when. Uh, Audrey and Nathan are first uh, rejoined, and, you know, Audrey yells at him, Nathan, um, and they kind of pull out hands. Uh, he, she kind of helps him up that little step or something there. Yeah. And the cam camera zooms in on them touching clothing, not touching skin. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, I th I'm pretty sure she can feel him. And, and that's, I think, anything else would be a cop-out. And I, I really believe that this is an interesting challenge for the writers to show us. How Nathan knows that this is Audrey, because he's it's gonna have to, he's gonna have to prove it. He's gonna have to convince the town, the guard, Dwight, Duke, that when he does successfully bring Audrey back, however he does it, that it is right. Audrey and not Mara pretending to be Audrey, like she's been doing around the town. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And she's kind of yeah. And will Audrey still have a job at the end of this? I don't know. <laughs> will Audrey have a job? I don't know. I mean. Like, Will she still be like a haven saver? They were able to, no, no, no. A, a detective. They were able to cover up the thing with the pothead, but how far will this be able to cover things up for her? I, I, Especially I, if she goes killing people and shooting them. <laughs> I don't, you, you, we'll find out. We'll find well, out. There's, there's, as always, there's more questions than answers. Yes, but there were two things that we wanted to talk about in particular with. Mara and it's um, Mara and the troubles. One line that had come out was an exchange between Nathan and Mara. Right, and Nathan says to Mara, "Why do you need the troubles?" And Mara says, "Why do you have a gun?" So Nathan has a gun for protection. Does Mara need the troubles to protect herself from something? Is she creating it as a defense? Right, which is why I was saying perhaps at the bottom of all this, of all this she's a sympathetic character. We're going to find out all this stuff. I don't know if it was the wrong way to go about us being a sympathetic character, but <laughs> um, you could be right. There could be, I mean, we did hear from Dave that there's a greater evil. Some people think it's Mara. Maybe mm -hmm. it's not. Maybe it is. We don't know. Maybe something was let in. Well, and Jennifer, and to what you're and piggybacking on that, you know, Jennifer said, it wasn't uh, William we should have been afraid of. Yeah. Yeah. And we know it wasn't Mara. So, well, I'm pretty sure it wasn't Mara because Mara was already present, just being revived. So something else, when she opened that um, thinny, mm -hmm. was there. And, yeah, that's going to be interesting. So, and it looks like Jennifer's been sealing these five thinnies that we know about. So as far as we can tell, just from episode 501, you know, Mara's trying to get through to the other side or to get a message to William or to get her e ether balls back. Um, well, we don't, you know, she's not able to get through the thinny, at least not yet. And I think from the preview of 502, she's still trying to get through the thinny, you know. Well, I don't know, because, you know, Mara said that Jennifer wasn't powerful enough to do this. And mm -hmm. she initially thought it was Dwight or Nathan or someone yeah, that, who was, see, see, yeah, who so was who sealing it. All the yeah, so what's happening there? Yeah, We don't know. What we do know is that Jennifer is a conduit. Yes. And is there something different about Mara this time around or this version of her that every time she touches the thinny, she gets that 
weird reaction and she can't get through it. And there's so much that's touch related with her character. Um, yeah, well, the fact that she touched William and it's created a spark, and this is another spark. Maybe right. William closed the thinnies. Right, and her thing with Nathan is touch. I mean, every, it, there's, it's the touch all the time, you know? This could be a thing. Yeah, I'm, I've always wondered about that, um, you know. Well, you know, Sam, really Sam Ernst has said in a tweet that one of the reasons they wanted Nathan to be uh, not feel was that they always wanted Nathan and Audrey to be tied together. Well, uh -huh. touch and is seems to be a recurring okay. theme, so we'll see. Who knows how it will play out, but I think it will it, play yeah, out. Yeah, and it's yeah. yeah so exactly. the other thing um, we wanted to talk about was Mara versus Audrey. Okay. So Mara has said. Um, these last 500 years has been torture for me. Right. You know, and the worst of it was Audrey Parker. Yes. There's so much to read into that. So the worst of it was. Audrey. So clearly she has the memory of every Haven saver, everyone. Yeah. But the worst one is Audrey. Right. But Audrey's the one who's in love with Nathan. So let's, let's um, look at the differences, right? So, um, so one, you you said that Audrey loved Nathan. Well, right. Sarah Sarah had some moments with Nathan. Right. So what you're saying is it's uh, more than just the physical? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, the other thing also is, don't you, Audrey has been in Haven the longest. Right, and I know, right. So she's worked to help the troubled the longest of all of herself. Because she was also in, the, in Haven as... As Audrey pretending to be Lexi. Right. Right? So she was there for a time and a half. Yeah, she was Audrey. She went into the barn, and when she came out of the barn, she was still Audrey. She wasn't a new personality. Right. And, and, and speaking of that, right, William said, when you leave this barn, you will be who you want to be the most. Who you most want to be. Who will I be? Whoever you most want to be. Right? And right. you can always count on Amy to have the exact wording. So... He said that. Who did she come out of the barn as? Audrey, which I always, you know, felt she wanted to be the person who was in love with Nathan. But I see where you're going with this, Amy. So she has all these personalities fighting within her. William was hoping and praying that it would be Mara that came out. But in the battle of personalities and originalities, Audrey comes out. Right, whoever you most want to be, the person in love with Nathan and the person who had spent the most time in Haven, right? So here it is. I, I think it, what it is is Audrey, and Nathan has said it, you know, Audrey is stronger than you. Mm -hmm. Well, one, she's the one that came out of the barn, not you, Mara. Correct, yeah. Two, our love is stronger than what you and William had. Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. again, Audrey came out of the barn, remembered right. Nathan, loved Nathan, said that he was the... Uh, Give me the wording, Amy. The heart. Oh, he's the weight of my heart guy. The weight of my heart guy. Right. In my heart. Yeah. You, William said, you know, the weight in your heart, that ache, that weight in your heart. And Audrey came back. And right in front of William said, this is Nathan. He's the weight of my heart guy. Right. Boom. I'm just saying that things are stacking up to show that Audrey is stronger than Mara. Right now, Mara, with the help of William, was able to overpower Audrey. William, right. William's no longer in the picture. So I'm curious to see Audrey fight because we saw it. Did we well, not we see it in this episode? Yes, in the very last scene. I think we saw it mostly in the last scene when. What What Nathan did Nathan say? Oh my God! Come on, Amy. I cried. I'll, I'll always love you, Parker. 
and Mara's reaction to that, oh my God, I died. That was Audrey in there listening to that. Well, Nathan has also or, said, Audrey won't let you hurt me. Okay, so he uh, overestimated but, a little bit there. Yeah, exactly. So, right. so that was genius part on the writers, the way they, they played that. Genius by the writers. Because you're like, oh my um, God. Yeah. But, 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 yeah, she hasn't, um, you know, Mara's reaction when Nathan said, I'll always love you, Parker. And I think, and I, I felt this for a long time, and we've probably talked about this. To me, something about the love between Audrey and Nathan is key to all this. And we, it touched on it right there, you know, that um, I'll always love you, Parker. And Mara's reaction was just like, huh, what, what, huh, huh? Well, and yeah, it's like she was being about, fought. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the other thing is, right, what Nathan confronts Mara and says, why didn't you just kill me when you snuck up behind me? You took it right out of my head, Nathan. Why didn't she just kill you? She didn't have a problem killing Pothead. Yeah, and so she shot him. But she didn't kill him. If she wanted to kill him, she could have killed him. Right. And even if she wants to say she missed, there was a kill shot ability right then. Right. That she didn't. Right. So I'm just saying uh, the fight is on and the battle has not been decided. <laughs> the battle has just begun. The battle. Or, you know, you could say that Mara won this battle, but the war is still going. So we'll have to see what happens. All I can say is Haven is just as exciting as it was before, if not more so. I think the writing is very, very strong, and um, all the writers are back except for the um, Suckerman sisters, who we will miss. Right. Um, but we saw uh, from their chat, we have a new writer, Adam Higgs, to welcome to Haven. Welcome, Adam. Welcome aboard. Welcome yeah. aboard. It's a fun train. We're looking forward to seeing what you do for us. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but we have at least, I think what I, what I last saw was 10 more weeks of nonstop Haven to get oh my through gosh, that sounds before Thanksgiving. So find a friend, get them onto Haven. We'll get, let's get the ratings up. Let's just kind of enjoy ourselves with what we have. And, you know, we made it through Helatus. The next five days of waiting for the next episode uh, should pass soon. I hope it does. <laughs> Well, till next time, guys, this is Amy and Amy, and we will see you guys later. This is Revisiting Haven.